Salty Dogs podcast. We're here. We made it. Hopefully. Woo! We're live. We, we literally live started from the bottom and then now we're here. Yeah. We made it. We yeah. made it, folks. Jason, thanks for working so hard it was to clean quite, up that audio. Quite the yeah, tech, thanks, technological thanks, journey Martha. there for a second. Yeah, we did it. Thanks, Is it good? Thanks, Mark. Is it sound good? Was Jesus here? Did I miss him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> came in one. How were his feet? He, ca- he came in and saw our setup and I was like, <laughs> He's guys. like, I'm just going to lounge here. I'm going to kick it, hang out on the couch. No, that's not what right. he said. He oh. said, I'm out. Yeah. Oh. He said, work harder. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's totally not Well, you saying. know, he's all about them works. Yeah. So, yeah. really. Actually, yeah. he's not about them works. So and that's do what we we're going to talk about today. Sound? I don't know. Oh, it's fine know. if we don't. Yeah, okay. I mean, we have sound on the podcast. It. This is yeah. the podcast. We know you're oh. Lying. We're here. We made it. We're good. I checked. We made it. Oh, we're good. We're good. All right. Welcome. Welcome. Here we are. Here we are. Yes. Yes. Chris, Casey, Casey. Jason, Jason. and we've got Jared Rogers at the table. What's up, man? Good to be here. Dude, good to have you. Good old JR. Thanks for just slipping into the antics, like... Getting you know, into the mix, just getting into didn't it. Didn't even skip a beat. Getting down. Threw to some, me to the sharks. Some sick fellowship with us. That's right. Right. And, uh, he's like he's like an old Sony uh, Sony CD player. You go running with. Doesn't skip a beat. Mm. See, I don't know any of the any the of the walk uh, man. <laughs> Except if you're not walking. You're running. any of the backgrounds. Do are we handling snakes or? <laughs> well, you'll find out. Mm. <laughs> We're smashing idols it and making them. But we gotta. Nice. I mean, first we have to figure out if you're a faithful tither, and then if you are, we'll let you deeper down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we'll invite you. You know, we'll. Can I tithe to myself? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Can you count? Can he count his serving as tithing? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Right. I mean, if Just it's the sure. first fruit of a service, <laughs> yeah, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness gracious! Wow. Awesome. Hey, so uh, this episode, I know Christopher has a little bit of a something something he kind of wants to start with today. Uh, so well, tell us where you're at, man. Well, you know what's interesting is that I had originally said I want to do that, and then I recorded an episode at eleven thirty or midnight or whatever it was because I was all hyped up on coffee. Um, so I, I mean, I think I kind of shared everything that I wanted to share, but I'm interested to hear, I'll give people some kind of some background. Um, so we recorded two episodes ago, an episode called we're salty bro. And in it, we, we kind of use that episode. Is that two episodes ago? Well, I guess it's two. If you count my bonus, if you don't you count the bonus. bonus, it was last, you know, Nick, I got in, I, I need to sign off on these bonuses. Okay. Dad oh, do you? Yeah. You're your check signer. Well, yeah, well, I, I don't want to be a part of something if it's no. I'm just right. If it's hey, I wasn't on it. It was Chris Solo. <laughs> it was just me solo. Hey, I just Casey, in. I'm just this, gonna hop on and put on bonus content whenever I want. You then. can write a song. And Casey, this is your you official invitation to create bonus content whenever you desire. Good. Only if you really okay. offend people. Glad. Then you. Right. Then then that's when you really want to do oh. it. So but, long, it has, but you have to be apologizing for something you say, but then you have to apologize for apologizing because you can't please everybody. Yeah, and then Chris you gotta knows. validate yourself, right? Right. Right. That's exactly. So so basically, long story short, what happened, we released this episode, um, and we were talking about, we used it as dual purpose. We wanted to re-record our episode one um, and kind of give people an update on where we are, because a lot's kind of changed in our faith and, and things like that from you know two and a half years ago. So we wanted to give an update and kind of give a recasting of the vision, if you will, of the Salty Dogs podcast in right. it. I had no filter. I mean, really, I just was very honest with Chill a, out, Martha. with a lot of my frustrations uh, about the church. And so, anyways, we got very mixed feedback and very mixed reviews. Some people were saying, "Oh man, it was awesome. We really liked it. I enjoyed it." I didn't get it was any super of helpful, that, by the way, guys, because because you're not on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, yeah, you're not. Right. You're not on the so, FB. I was completely in the dark. Other yeah. people, that's so a, am I. So, that, I mean, hey, that that's a better way to live because then no one can reach out to you. 
and be mad at you. So then you know, right? I don't have bliss. to. I don't have to talk to anybody or do anything. Right. Well, well really, on the other side, I could just say whatever I want. Do it, Jason. That's the good Christian life when you're not connected with the community at all. Exactly. It's so great. It's good for the soul. Can, Sorry, I, conti- can I continue? Go ahead. Go. Chris. Hey, ministry is great if it wasn't for people. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead, Anyways, Chris. so the other half of people were not very happy about the things that I was talking about, and so there's a there's a part of me that they were like, you know, I had, I had a really close friend of mine um, at uh, at a group that I have. I have a fire round, uh, and I talk about this, but he really challenged me um, to kind of check my heart, and uh, and <laughs> then we laugh because it's like check your heart, bro. He didn't use those words, but it was actually really well received from him because. Um, we have a relationship. We have that kind of iron sharpens iron relationship to where he can call out things in my life and I'm more likely to listen to them to just somebody I don't know online. That's, you know, kind of challenging me on that. Um, long story short, Jason had a conversation with a buddy of his, uh, Mark, who just, I don't want to, I remember rehashing content from the episode. Anyways, go listen to that episode if you want to, but I basically recorded an episode apologizing and, uh, not for what I said because I don't regret what I said but apologizing for my heart behind the things that I said. Um, because while there may have been truth, or at least why I may have felt that way, or I, I definitely felt the way I did, my heart behind what I was saying was not full of love. It was probably full of frustration, hurt, a little bit of anger, um, and right. that's never going to help anyone out. And so, right. so it came across cutting instead of like, building up right? right and and you know i talk about this in the, in the little podcast I recorded but i don't want to be the the negative guy that's burning all these bridges with friends that i have who are in ministry i i truly do want to have a conversation we should probably we should probably re-record the first seven episodes of the season then yeah no oh, gosh <laughs> Because I mean, honestly, what, honestly, if they're upset, started. if they're oh, upset about what you said, then then they need to go back and you know take a little gander at the first you know first season, man. First season. Yeah. Well, I just took then your they can torch because they can be they can be mad at me, and so so it, guys, what I'm saying is, is I was Saul and now I'm Paul, <laughs> so I've had sweet. Wow. I think I just accepted Christ too. <laughs> so, I don't know. Something there, like are those scales on your? What just fell? Ah. I'm driving. Larry's like, what just fell from your Who eyes? Who gave those the, to you? The scales fell from your <laughs> You're going knees. to go to a man in Hayesville, <laughs> yeah. and he's going to give you shelter. Oh, that's right. On, oh, my gosh. On Jason, Street. you, though, were having some very interesting feedback because in some text messages between you and me, you were like, dude, I don't. should we take the episode down? Should we rename it? Should we, you know, because you Did were I? here. Yeah. So how do you feel about, I mean, I'm some, still just hearing some pushback all of this that we've received? Right, yeah. And I don't know. Well, welcome to anything. the... So. Welcome to the podcast, Casey. Mm. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. You know how it is, Casey. Like you dealt with this all of like season one and half of season two. When when you you're passionate about a subject, but I didn't and, apologize to anybody. So, well, you have also well, you're come, still not a Christian, though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you've <laughs> you've also come around though. And you, in the, in past couple of episodes, you're like, yeah, I've chilled out a little bit. Chilled so it's it's not wrong to feel the way that you feel. But you know mm. you were cutting and and that kind of thing and some of the just way that you swinging were swinging that sword. Right, that's right. Like Peter, like Peter just chopping Jesus. off of ears. That's right. <laughs> Give me, lend me your ear so I can chop it off. Yeah. yeah. There's a reason I keep having to turn you down, Casey. So so how do you no, feel I, about it all? It how does it matter. how does it make you feel to you know, know that? I I I've said this before. You can't. I don't think you can apologize for how you feel, but you can. It's like I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Yeah, right. but you can't. Yeah, I don't know. If if I offend somebody, I don't want to offend anybody, right? And not what's give me that verse. Yeah, the, what was the one? Proverbs. That, uh, you're the pastor here. Yeah, yeah that's right. You look like a man that knows the yeah, Bible. You lead. You lead the biggest <laughs> church at the table. So, 
really Proverbs eighteen nineteen. You, you must be in closer relationship in, with the Lord than us. Proverbs eighteen nineteen says, "A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city, and their contentions are like the bars of a castle." Right. Mm. So, are we looking to create walls or tear them down? Right. right. I mean, I yeah. want to make bridges. I mean, so you want to build bridges. I want to build bridges. So I, I mean, truly, that's it? that's my heart. Is is I'm I'm being serious. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Stop laughing. Well, I wasn't done with my answer. Well, did you? Are we going back to you? No, nah, you can go. Is it I'm your done. turn? No, it's yours. Chris mm. hates me. This right is your now. podcast. Just take it. <laughs> take it, Martha. Is, are we talking Martha Stewart here? Yes. No, no Martha from the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> because you, you I, because I he... use Martha Stewart as a Christian cuss word. <laughs> Wow. I mean, I'm being fully honest. Yeah, I mean, you see Jason running around here trying Very to do weak. all these things. If I if I stub my toe or if the audio goes out, I'm like Martha Stewart. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Well, when when I stub my toe, I go freaking deacons. Freaking That's a deacons. joke that we have. <laughs> it, it's the deacons. Okay, go fault. back to what you're saying. Is I, anybody still listening to us? It doesn't matter, dude. I don't even it, know. You if always ask that, and there's never any reason to ask it. No, it's just because we get we go so far outside of these. It's totally fine. Like here's the lane, right? <laughs> it's like yeah, thinking I'm no looking lanes. at looking at songs. Have you ever there been, are no lanes. Have you ever been <laughs> to the bowling alley and you see someone bowl a strike in someone else's lane? That's what we do here. Nice. We still get strikes, but it's bro. I'm bowling not always, in your lane, dude. That's yeah. right. So um, that's just kind of how I feel about it. Like I I don't want to if anybody or anything, but anytime anybody questions your paradigm or they question your beliefs, I mean you. Everybody thinks what they're doing is right. And so anytime you start asking questions, people are going to get offended. And I mean, it happened to the Pharisees, so stop being a Pharisee. I'm just kidding. That's not my true heart. Um, You need to check that filter, bro. I know. I need to check the filter. Look, sometimes I wonder. Like, I'm not the kind of guy that I'm going to say, hey, you know what? You know, it's whatever. I'm not going to say it's whatever. I'm going to question. I'm going to say, hey, was I out of line? Should I I rethink this? Hey, what do you you think? Should we re—was that a good idea? You know, I'll question well, that's myself. That's what happens to saved people when the spirit pricks your heart. When you when we get into a lane or something. Mm. Pastor Jared just confirmed my salvation. There it is. So I'm he's, good. I mean, he's one hundred percent right. I though. mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> just think, you, sprinkle some you. coffee. You got on a it. sword around here. There's a there's a <laughs> baptismal above us. Yeah, I've got right. a few. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's where I'm at. And it, it's here's the thing. We're we're going to continue to ask questions. And you know, sometimes I make statements and I'm like being funny and I get a kick out of it and I get a laugh out of it. And I realize sometimes that's going to hurt people's hearts. And so of course I'm going to be aware. And there's been times where I've said things. I'm like, I shouldn't have said that. I've actually, I actually cut something out of the podcast a couple of weeks ago because oh, I, I remember felt, that I felt bad for making it. <laughs> oh, it's, it's when you I made said a bad joke. I'm well, don't say it. I'm don't just kidding. Say it. I'm kidding. So it's not like I don't have a heart. Oh, or that's I don't have a conscience, said. right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's the one thing. <laughs> it's when you almost ruined your yeah, life by right. saying. That's the that time you crapped on the movement church. <gasps> what? <Ooh. laughs> Just kidding. I wasn't aware that I wasn't aware that there was a church called the movement. Jared, Pastor Jared Rogers. Oh, nice to meet you. With the movement how, church. How you doing? God bless you. This sir. is Casey, and really Casey, can. this is Jared. You'll be the one getting saved next. That's so. right. Yeah, that's right. So, Just baptize me till I drown, please. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it. Chris, you said at the very end of the podcast, um, the we're salty, bro. You said, look, I, I'm open to having conversations with people. Right. Like I want to have open conversations. Like you tell me about how you, why you feel this way about this, mm-hmm. right? Why is this to you a good idea? Because, you know, I might look at a paradigm and I'm just like, I don't see how that's effective, but then there's somebody in that paradigm who ab- absolutely thinks it's effective. And so then let's have a conversation. Like right, that's kind of right. where I'm at. So yeah, maybe I upset you with uh, the way I said something or, you know, maybe you felt like I was making fun of your paradigm. Look, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't want you to feel like I'm making fun of it, but I think sometimes 
if you think of sometimes I think of things in in a, an absurd fashion, if that makes any sense. Right. Like I'm like not at all. Okay, dang. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> it, you know, it's like I I feel like that's absurd. Like my logic and my reason my reason will lead me to conclude that you know this just seems like an absurd idea, and that's where it leads me. But your your reason and your thinking, your logic didn't leave you lead you to think that something oh. is absurd. So it's kind of like, let's have, again, let's have a conversation about yeah, it. That's yeah, yeah. I have to, uh, I have to read a quote from my buddy and this will be the last thing on this, on this topic okay. and then we'll do past assault. But, um, he was actually talking to me. He was a buddy of mine, Ward, shout out Ward. Uh, he hit me up and he, let me try to find his quote. Ward Healy. Ward. Yeah. He, uh, Jer- he's, he's Jared, do you, re- do you resonate with a little bit of this? Like we've said some things like maybe out of passion or in having a conversation and we've possibly, you know, create a div- created division sure like, put sure. people on the other side of where I, we're at okay so listen i've been um raised by a father who always weighs his words pretty good yeah and so i've been taught in under his tutelage to think before i speak a lot of times and so you know people make a living with controversial uh, subjects right. on podcasts uh you know talk shows you name it whereas i'm not making a living personally Doing that, I'm making a living shepherding people and winning souls and teaching them how to do the same thing. So I don't bring content to my pulpit uh, that questions what people believe. I bring the truth about Jesus Mm -hmm. so that they can come to him and his Holy Spirit through them can show them what to believe in his word. Because he said, I'll reveal it to you through the Holy Ghost. He said, I will. uh, Well, what did he tell the disciples when he sent them? He said, I'm going to all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Um, baptized in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Right. And right. then he says, teaching them all things whatsoever I have taught you. Mm-hmm. So Christ's focus was redemption. Right. That's my focus. So uh, I have absolutely said things in my mind that were very controversial and could right. get me in big trouble. Cause but there you are people, filtered them. Right. But there are people, and I've said things that offend people from the pulpit. Sure. You know? Yeah. Uh, I just... I believe they shouldn't have been offended. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. And and the Holy Spirit revealing truth to people is a hundred times more effective than you Absolutely. trying to. But right. but we live in a culture now where everybody's right and everybody else is wrong. So what's nah, going I don't on? agree. <laughs> no. You know no, what I'm saying? Sorry. I know I one hundred percent. But we live in a culture where I mean, and it's in our country right now, and it's it's in Christian culture. Right. If you don't believe the way I believe, you're a heretic. Right. Yeah, and it's really hard for people to even right. step into but we're a relationship also, but we're with people also, who believe yeah, differently. Yeah, yeah, and we're we're also in a and I'm and I'm kind of with you on that. I mean, even though you said it kind of in jest, but don't I don't believe that they should be offended. I mean, um, it's just across the board. Everybody is so effing sensitive, dude. Like, oh, you know, like people are getting so hurt about stuff, man. And it's like, it's like, it's, it's almost like a contest, like a nationwide contest about who can be the most hurt and raise the most ruckus about it. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, like grow a pair, seriously. In in a, in, well, we in know one where sense, Casey stands. No, yeah, no. I'm just, but I I, I believe also that 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 um, the Holy Spirit is offensive to to, to people. The truth is offensive to people. You know, that's why. Christians are dying in other countries for it. Um, and I think that when we, when we nitpick small things like that or try to make Chris feel bad about what he said, I mean, if we can recognize and, and forgive the brother for being passionate, you know, cause that's where I've been at. I've been on the receiving end of that and I've been really passionate and I've said some things in truth that have hurt some people, but man, like, um, <clears throat> I just, I don't believe that we should be getting that offended because if, I mean, 
I mean, it took a lot of a lot of grit and determination for Jesus to die on the cross. How about if he got so offended? You know what I mean? Like he wouldn't he wouldn't even he wouldn't even have made it past getting whipped, right, bro. Right, and I'm not and I'm certainly great. not and I'm certainly not saying, oh well, you know, you know, we should all just you know be hard hard hearted and things like that. But no one no know when to be offended and when not to be offended. Right, right. You know I mean? And you know, like, I'm I'm thankful for I, I like I said, I don't regret anything that I've said. I regret my heart behind what I've said, and I'm yeah. I'm actually thankful for the experience because. It's it's in that experience and in those experiences that this this past recent one I mean season three since when I've jumped on that God's shown me this issue in my heart brought correction to me and I can move forward in freedom yeah. and move forward choosing to be better and yeah. choosing to to step away from that not because of anything that and, anyone else said right and I but I also think that we can choose to be offended or choose not to be offended that is honestly a choice to oh yeah make, you know what I mean it, it's it, the nature oh, of the heart right, right right exactly if if you know the heart of man is deceitfully wicked yeah if Jesus got offended we all be jacked right right, yeah. right. Uh, but people ain't Jesus yeah right. and and here's the deal my job is not to make sure people believe the way I do yeah. My job is right. to share Christ with the whole entire world mm-hmm. and do my best to work cohesively with people, whether they believe exactly how I do or not, and do my best to exhort and admonish and rebuke if people are in sin, right? right? Uh, but in love with all long suffering. But when it comes to this, man, I, in secret, I get really frustrated. Mm-hmm. With well, not announced in public. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but please mention frustration. <laughs> what you what you say in secret will be that's right. Bro, on the Salty Facebook, Dogs podcast, yeah. but but I care about people more than I care about my opinion. Mm, that's good. And, that is good. But it didn't come. It didn't originate in me. Hey, Jason. I'm sorry. Your Can wife just liked our podcast face? page. No, I'm just. I mean, caring for people is also, you know, speaking truth, man, and and talking about things that people don't want to talk about, man. I mean, I get it, dude. I'm with you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Can I I share my last comment? Read your comment, yeah. And then we'll do pass assault. So my buddy Ward, and we were talking about this, you know, people... He, because he saw some of the mixed feedback that we were getting, and he he sent me this. He said, "What I've learned is people in a seemingly healthy church do not even realize what others experience. They have no clue because of their echo chamber. So if you're right. in a, if you're That's in true. an environment that's seemingly healthy, or for the most part, I mean, seventy five percent healthy, and you hear anyone like us who have been in a paradigm and environment and expression yeah. of church that has not been healthy, it's it's really hard for anyone in that healthy paradigm to go." What the heck are you talking about? Things look good on my end, you know, and and my experience has not shown me that that's, you know, what other people are saying. And I, I think the thing that I want people to see is that it does exist even if you're not experiencing it. Yeah. Now, we probably don't need to beat the dead horse and blah, 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 but we need to find ways to, I mean, maybe we can be more helpful with our, if you are in this paradigm, if you are experiencing this, then maybe here's some steps. Well, you know, it's really easy. And I, I felt like, in the first couple of seasons until you came on board. Just kidding. I'm going to stop now. Um, <laughs> first couple of seasons, we got we got really good about asking the question, well, now what? Yeah. You know, and we're salty, bro, was really just us setting up the situation saying, hey, here's some of our thoughts. Here's the way we've been thinking about right. things. And yeah, we maybe joked and maybe went a little too far, whatever. Um, <laughs> Casey's like, no. But what we didn't do in that episode was um, start to give some some answers. Right. We didn't really go into, well, here's what we do now. We were just setting up like, hey, here's here's where we're at. That wasn't an episode that required us to give an answer. You know right. what I mean? It was just yeah. like, hey, that's the that's the that's sure. the title of it. Mm-hmm. We're salty, bro. Like here it is. You right. Know? Yeah. Like yeah. we're 
we're, I don't we're know why coming. we're spending so much time apologizing for a podcast no, we're not, we just did. We're not apologizing. I just okay. want to bring this up. I didn't we're do anything wrong. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Jerry's completely... <laughs> but completely today. Not today. No, not today. Nobody, nobody's... A, I mean, I'm not saying, oh, we have to apologize for the episode. Chris really had some convictions about it, and so he just wanted to bring it up and maybe... Okay, yeah, we, we should have told me that earlier. Sorry. Well, I you failed. know what? <laughs> I suck. What ministers Thanks for making me feel bad, Casey. What ministers to people is that kind of heart. Right. The heart that says, man, I'd rather love you than be right. Mm. And I'm talking about an opinion, not in the nature of the word of God. The word of God is right, right. For sure, always. For sure. Right. But my opinion about it, if, if we get to heaven in the way, maybe I'm, I might be twisted on some things. I don't believe that I am. I believe the spirit has rightly divided the word of truth for me. Uh, but to say that tens of thousands of other people who might go at church a little bit differently than me are crazy. They're not crazy. Right. Uh, that's why we're all different. We were all made different right. and th- they can reach people I can't reach. But, and so I, I'm kind of a, a bridge builder, like you said. Yeah. Um, God, God has put it on my heart not to, not to create more barriers than there already are. Right. Uh, if, if we can do anything, we should create conversations of love and just, just what you said about, um, how you, you, you want to come at it in a different way, and your heart was wrong. Man, that resonates with people. All of our hearts are wrong. Mm, yeah. All of our hearts are, are are deceitfully wicked without Christ's regenerative power. And so... It's that, deceitful above all things. That's right. right. <clears throat> and so so that that's what ministers to people. Am I supposed to cough right in this? No, no. no just he, cough yeah, on me. It's no, just cough on my shoulder. <laughs> he was like... Hey, Speaking yeah. of salt, <laughs> that's good, Pastor Jared. Can right. I call you Pastor Jared? PJ? You may, but I'm What do your Jared. friends call you? Uh, PJ... Peach. Call you PJ. Um, Can I call you PJ? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's so dumb. Jason, you got some salt passing, bro. All Peach. right. <clears throat> Somebody said PJ earlier. I, 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 hey, I, I saw it was him. I mean, my, wi- my wife used to call me PJ. PJ, Pastor Jason. Mm-hmm. PJ. See? Yep, so there it is. You can't have that one. But then he stepped down from the pulpit. So. <laughs> but then I stepped out of the pulpit, so you can so have now it. Now it's just Jay. That, yeah, that's <laughs> right. So now I just teach and lead by the grace of God. Mm. But that's that's, that's how I say it. it. So check it out. Uh, we're always grateful for people. Oh my gosh! So <laughs> freaking Casey. We're always grateful for people uh, reaching out, sending us emails, comments, Facebook reviews, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, definitely, if you're listening from iTunes, want to take a moment, ask you to rate and review the podcast. It helps more people find out about the podcast. But we did get a couple of reviews. I want to give a shout out to my wife Kim, who actually did review the podcast. She just liked the podcast. I know page she too. just liked the page. Well, she hadn't been on Facebook for a while, but she's back now. Gotcha. So we we have a uh, a review. Actually, don't have a name on this one. Um, but I want to read it. It says this is Darnell. It I tie okay. So Darnell. Um, so this is a, a review from iTunes on the podcast titled "So Authentic." Five stars, y'all. That's the way to go. Uh, these guys do not mess around. Well, that's not true. These guys are funny and goofy. It makes them that more lovable, though. But it also means you have to be able to handle the chatter and the wandering. Obviously, mm. <laughs> in between the spouts of sarcasm and jokes are some of the most honest, insightful conversations I've ever listened to. I love how much these guys just tell it as it is while remaining in the scripture. However, if you're easily offendable, find yourself thinking you know better, extremely close minded or a Pharisee. You might be too salty for this <laughs> podcast. Sh- emoji Shrugs. shrug emoji. So so authentic rating and review person. Darnell, so, thank you. Darnell, thank you. Is it Darnell? Casey, it's so not. He just him. made up a name. Mm. Well, you got something for him? I hope the rosy cheeks find him wherever he is. Yeah, he, that's I right. think it's a she though. You think it's a she? Because it's she a did she, use a she, she emoji. It's a she emoji. 
A it is a shemoji. A hemoji and a shemoji. It's a shemoji. So you hope the Lord cracks open the heavens and something like rosy cheeks ascends <laughs> just, upon her face. Just descends. Well, descends coming from heaven. That's right. Mm. And a, and a voice from heaven said, "You've been cheeks. Who, who gave those to you?" <laughs> that's right. It's good stuff. So we always we always uh, hope that our uh, our people who hear themselves uh, have their stuff read over a podcast get yeah. rosy cheeks. Yeah. We want them to experience joy mm. from listening to our podcast. So. No offense there, right? Is anybody here? Yeah, I'm here. Is it just me? No, are you okay? You're good. Sorry, I'm trying to interact with our Facebook Live audience. Oh, that's great. Okay. Well, how about you interact with our podcast audience? Nah, pass. (laughs) So at the table, now that we're done with all of that, yeah, that's uh, crazy. I know. Goodness gracious. So we have Pastor Peej, right? Jared. Well, he hates that. We have. He does not like. Okay, it. hold on. Let I'm me, gonna freak out. <clears throat> let me <laughs> let me give him. Let me give the introduction. I actually don't know much about Jared, but what I do know about Jared is that we spent probably an hour one day here at our building. I was showing him around the facility, and he started telling me some of his story, and it really resonated with me, uh, in such a profound way. Actually, at that point in time, um, and so he's with the Movement Church here in Wichita, Kansas. How long have you guys been in a ministry? Well, you took over, so you kind of got a good background. Dad started it in our basement uh, with an electronic harpsichord for music. Nice. Bring it. Yeah, a a girl from the church. And a Casio beat machine. Sent me this today. (laughs) Sent me a video of it. I'm not going to look it up, but anyway. Sent me a video of it, and it's a little little electronic harpsichord where you press a key and bring. So you can worship the Lord with whatever, right? And it was bad. Like terrible? (laughs) Like bad. Bad bad as in good? No. Like, Like no wonder the first time guests didn't come back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the first guests were my family, the Benjamin family, uh, uh, a couple other families. Anyway, as we started in our house, we went for, I think we've been going for around 20 years now. And uh, I took over about three years ago okay. as a senior pastor, right? a lead pastor. But that wasn't know. your first dip in ministry, right? No, been serving the whole time. Okay. Um, I did yeah, youth ministry from 17 up, um, all the worship ministry. Um, wow. Youth, Worship youth, and then pastored alongside my father. And then, as he fell ill a few years ago with some heart conditions, we I began to do most of the Sunday morning stuff. And and then uh, what about oh, going on? Almost it'll be four years this next uh, November that uh, I went full time for the church as the senior pastor or lead pastor. Well, I'm just like anybody else. I don't. I'm not big on. Titles. I love titles. They're my favorite. <laughs> kidding. They're not my favorite. Um, we. I, I want everybody from the door greeter. He's he's right, right. on the same level I am. That's awesome. Um, the deacon. Yeah, yeah. We don't have many of them. Well, you're mm. you're good not to have well, them. If people I'm wear kidding. shorts at your church, they... okay. So we we have this joke. I don't know why we even. Started no, here's why we have this deacons. joke. Let me tell you. So I grew up in a tiny little Southern oh, Baptist yeah, church. In uh, in a in a suburb of Houston, Texas, called Pasadena, Texas, and I uh, went to this church, and we were talking about uh, redefining masculinity. We were talking about the men in your life that you look to to actually define being a man. Mm-hmm. And I and obviously my dad and my brother were first in my life, but there were then these deacons at the church. It was like the pastor who was the guy, and then there were the deacons who were, you know, you're a kid and you look up to them because they're the deacons, right? right? It's that kind of situation. And so I was telling them, like, you know, they, I remember the deacons being the guys who used to come tell us to shut up in the back pew because we're <laughs> right. all, you know, we're all messing around, drawing on the tithing envelopes and doing all that fun stuff, not paying attention to the pastor. Talk about Golgotha, right? So, <laughs> uh-huh. 
And so that's what I remember. That's where I learned that word, Golgotha. It's probably the only thing I got. Just kidding. That's hater. <laughs> um, so anyways, I was talking about getting uh, getting reprimanded for wearing shorts to church one day. I was like, that's what I, how I remember deacons. And Chris was like, I wish a deacon would come tell me to shut I said, up. I wish a deacon would roll up on me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So we, we, make, we have this joke about uh, deacons not liking knees. And so... Hide your knees in public, bro. Mm, the deacons, the deacons will come after you. So. <laughs> anyways, anyways, yep. So, so movement church is you said twenty years deep. Yes, but he's been pastor for three years. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, Dad started with no church planting uh, instructions, uh, nobody to help, no he people didn't come planting with like a little box. No, just add water. there was no church plant. Now, now I, I I partner with the ARC Association of Related Churches, and they are unbelievable. Chris Hodges, the pastor of a uh, church in Birmingham, Alabama, um, and they provide so many awesome resources, but uh, he started with no resources, no money. We were all poor. And, right. Uh, and that's the best way to be. I mean, I'm telling you, that's when you're happy, right? I mean, <laughs> most, yeah, people who are poor would probably say that. So, <laughs> just not you. <laughs> just not me. Bro, you're getting all kinds of love on Facebook. Jarissa, oh, yeah. Jennifer says you're the best worship leader ever. Sam Bush is like, I want to hear more from Pastor Jared. So We're to Casey, it, Bush, Chris, and Jason, out. you guys need to hush your mouth. And Shut it, Casey. <laughs> so, so Jared, um, so you've been lead pastor of the Movement Church here in Wichita for three years. Um, tell me a little bit about... Uh, what you shared that day that we were hanging out in the chapel okay. and you said you came from a certain background and paradigm of Christianity and preaching. And then the Lord kind of, I mean, he messed with your heart. Yeah. He said something to you in prayer and you're like, yeah. oh, and it was life changing. Yeah. So that's kind of where we want to get. Cause the topic today is uh, freedom from religion, right? Right. Okay. So I, I'll preface this with, with this idea that, I have this level, and I I got attacked big time like three years ago when I first things started first changing for me uh, by people who can't understand that there could be a different way not to get to heaven. We're not talking that kind of stuff. We're yeah. talking about a different way of just doing church, right? And uh, am I crazy? Am I is he is he lost his mind and off his rocker? And and so it it that caused a whole lot of hurt in my heart, and um, and I got over that, but. I remember I put out a, I put out a Facebook video saying, "Hey, y'all want to know? I'll tell you. Right. Kind of, probably kind of like yours, but I'm just like, this is what I believe. Yeah. You want to know what I believe? This is what I believe. If you want to, should have started a podcast, right? <laughs> if you want to, call me. If you want to know, call me. Talk right. to me. We'll yeah. talk about it. No big deal. But don't try to run me down like I'm a psycho behind my back when you and I very well know I'm not. Gosh, and, that's the worst. And I, uh, I rem- it was it was uh, one of the hardest things my wife and I'd ever had to go through was having people question and and people that know me know my life i don't live holy as a work i live holy as a result Mm, tweet that oh snap and and so people know that i live a holy lifestyle not because i'm working for heaven because that's the power of christ in me whatever i'm not perfect um i sin like any other man but they knew the way i live my life and generally in legalistic circles they would say oh i saw him doing something bad he must not be saved Mm-hmm. or whatever but in this automatically case, question the salvation right in this case it's oh you want to do something a little bit differently with your church you must not be saved you know and, and so um that created that a big problem for us and it was a lot of stress and and so i made some phone calls to people in my family because i have some unbelievable pastors preachers uh prayer warriors in my family and i am eternally grateful from for my heritage um of prayer of loving souls uh, there, I, we have, 
We have uh, charismatic people in our family who have charismatic churches. We have free will Baptist churches. We have non-denominational churches. And just there's like a million pastors in our family, and they're all awesome. And what I can say about them is their hearts are pure. They want to do the right thing, uh, and we do things a little bit different. So I want to preface, preface it with this, that uh, nothing that I do says what somebody something somebody else does is wrong. Okay, gotcha. The way I do church, it doesn't mean somebody else is doing it wrong. Means I'm doing it the way God called me to do it, and uh, yeah, I've I've really liked to start using. I don't, I've been using the phrase expression. This is the expression that we've chosen to show. You know, our love to Jesus and to follow Him. Mm-hmm. And so, you don't have to use that word, right? But I just that's a word that I've really liked using, and I feel like it just it makes he's sense. Just, he's just trying to tell you you should probably use that word instead. Okay, well, I mean, expression. it's kind of our expression. <laughs> yeah. Man, this is go. the way Confirm we address. Go. Okay, our, we our go. love for God and people. <laughs> we should have um, prefaced you with that. Yeah. But just wh- kidding. So what he I think he, what you're getting at is that moment. I was uh, praying right. at the church. I made some friends who did things a little bit differently than me in other states and uh, kind of opened my eyes to the fact that maybe the way I've always done things is not the perfect way. Um, but it took. So a, you you've had that experience. Yes. Right. It took a revelation from God. Amen. Um, not to rescue me from the way I did church, but to change the my heart's outlook on the word of God and my heart's outlook on the way we should reach the world. And it changed it by the word. And so I was down at the church one night and I was praying and studying for a sermon. And this was before I I took over as a senior pastor and I was just studying and and praying. I'll go down to the church late at night on Saturday night. And sometimes I prepare on Tuesday. Sometimes I prepare on Saturday night. Uh, (laughs) I feel you been there. And so I've been down there praying and just get the, get the music going and I'm praying around the church and man, God just whipped me like a dog and, uh, just broke my heart. I started weeping and I didn't even know why. And he'd been kind of preparing me for a little while for this, for this change of the way that I do life. Cause it's not just about church. It's about life. Right. It affects the way you live life, right. your victory, your freedom. Um, and the style in which I, I, I mimicked from other people, I guess, call it mimicking, you are what you're around, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I was I was at the church, and God just asked me, why are you beating my sheep? And I was like, what? Like, I feel emotional about it right now because that was not my intention. Yeah. And I, he was like, why are you beating my sheep? And I was like, what are you talking about? I live to serve these sheep. And he said, then why are you beating them? And I was like, oh, dude, what? Really? And so I, uh, he said, I asked you to feed them, not beat them. And, and that, that got me bad. And I began to weep. And God just, in a moment, in an evening, just changed the way I look at life in general. Um, I don't look at it from traditional standpoint anymore. I don't look at it or the word of God based on what somebody told me. And I don't try, I, I, make a, I made a choice that day to never look at the word of God and try to prove what I believe. But I'm looking at the word of God and I'm going to live what it says, regardless of what I've been taught, told, or experienced. Because experience does not equal truth. Hmm. Right? And so, because Not all the time. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, and, I had, and I had kind of been on that recently too. And I had been thinking, um, you know, because a lot of people um, say, well, I don't have this like this 
huge monumental experience with God that everybody's looking for to change their life. But um, I had heard one time, maybe I I don't know from the Lord or somebody, but it was like God's God's objective truth should be the foundation for our subjective experience, right? Rather than like what you were just saying, like. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that no, doesn't that, make sense. No, I pre- at me like I no, that's a that's a here? that's funny. No, I'm say, not here. Make this make the statement Stop again. God, God's, say it again. God's objective truth. God's objective truth should be the foundation for our subjective experience, not the other way around. You know what I mean? My my right. experience does it's not, not subjective is, truth. What? Right. right. It's not subjective. My my, truth. my experience is not. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Just because I've experienced church this way. Or a service structure this way does not mean mean this is the way God designed it to be. Um, Just because I've experienced, had an an emotional experience does not mean it's biblical. You know what I'm saying? Unless it lines up with the word of God. Um, You know, the word of God can can bring on emotional experiences, but if it doesn't line up with what God's word says, I got no place for it. PJ's taking me to church, man. (laughs) He's getting it. Okay. So, so a little bit about your story. So, so you said God told you, you know, why are you, he asked you, why are you beating my mm-hmm. sheep? So what behavior or things that you were saying or anything like that, would you say characterized what you were doing as beating your flock? Essentially? A good question. Preaching in a way and even conversing with people in a way that looked like I knew it all, you know, nothing. Right. Um, Pride. If, yeah. Uh, the intent of my heart was not that way. It was just like, this is the way. Uh, based on what I was around, based on, and I don't even, I can't even say I can glean it from one particular person that this, these things come from a person or a person brain. Nobody brainwashed me. It was my mind formed that way over this period right. of time thinking this is the way I should do life. This is the way I should think. And it was my carnal mind. Um, and I think in, in my sister, one time she told me and that night, everything changed. And, uh, she said, man, it's kind of like being born again, again. When you, when you come away from tradition as being, this is, if it's not, if it doesn't fit into this mold, then it, then it's not God. Right. And then I looked outside of what I was used to in my mind Mm -hmm. again, not other churches, not what they believe, not what they think or what they practice. Cause they're going to win people I can never win. So I'm thankful for them. Look at what Paul said. Check this out. Okay. So when we think about it, truth needs to be told. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. At what cost? I'm always going to tell the truth, but I don't want to tell it in a way that makes it harder for me to reach the people that I'm trying to reach. Mm-hmm. I want to do it with a, with a loving heart. I want to do it with compassion. I can tell the same truth. This is my experience. I can tell the same truth and make you feel like crud when you leave my church, or I can tell the truth in a way that makes you feel uplifted when you leave my church. So I had a lady one time, and this, I took offense to this bad, probably seven or eight years ago. She messaged me on Facebook and said, she'd been to church like twice, and she said, when I leave your church, I feel horrible when I leave. I felt good when I came, felt horrible when I leave. I've never even told that to anybody, I don't think. But like, not like good, horrible. No. Not like, not spir- like God like, convicted me, and now I'm changing. Not like sword between the but bone just and like, arrow. Like, like you made me feel like there's no way I can measure up to your level of spirituality. Oh, no. And at that time, That's I was like, at that time, I was just like, you don't want to hear truth. Oh, I didn't say that to her. Jared. I didn't say that. But that was what I was thinking. <laughs> I can't even believe it. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And so I totally hey, I, understand. I appreciate your vulnerability and even sharing all that stuff, man, because there's there's a lot of pastors that that and you use the word good intentioned, like, you know, you you were good intentioned and there are many pastors who are good intentioned, but if for one reason or another, it's almost like there's this filter that's there that doesn't allow you these scales, if you will, to see the condition of your heart. Right. And it's only when you have the, a similar experience like you had, right. where God, boom, brings truth, reveals the condition of your heart, and then there's lasting change. It's almost like uh, a Damascus Road experience for exactly. me. Exactly, yeah. And But here's something God had to show me. After that happened, I was kind of excited about it. Rock on, man. And I want other people to to be exposed to this just like me. And then it's not like they're going to get saved. They're already saved. I get it. But God showed, told, showed me that my, my purpose is not to change the way people believe about the word. It's to give them life and truth and to let him give them the same experience he gave me. I can't talk somebody. You couldn't have talked me into believing what I believe now. Right. You couldn't have done it. I would have fought you to the bitter end because I'm a traditionalist at heart. Right. I mean, until God changed that, I'd be like, I'll go to the grave believing what I was told by, you know what I'm talking about? Because... It's it's the old time way. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You're sorry. Good. I don't know you're who that good. was. I, the preacher's coming. Hit the I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm going to break the, the pulpit, baby. <laughs> That's right. Um, but no, like it's the old time way. Yeah. Well, when the old time way is Jesus, I'm all for it. Yeah. When the old time way is loving people, I'm all for it. That's 100. percent When right. the old time way, it, when the old time way is you do things our way or you, you better not come back. Yeah, I'm not right. for that. And would you would you oh, consider yeah, yeah, categorize yeah, that as religion? Yeah. Yeah. Well, religion. The definition of. Go ahead. Sorry. Let me read a scripture that just co corresponds to that John 16 7 through 8 excuse me nevertheless I tell you the truth it is to your advantage that I go away for if I do not go away the helper will not come to you but if I go I'll send him to you and when he comes what will he do he who he he will oh. what convict who the world the Holy Ghost. about what concerning sin and, ju- and righteousness and judgment who he, him, the Holy Spirit, right. will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness. And, and that's judgment. from the Bible. Is it? It's from the script, the Holy <laughs> Scriptures, brother. The Holy, bu- the good the whole, book, the you Holy mean, Writ. You mean the, the, Holy the pastor Writ. is not supposed to convict me? No. Oh, what? You no. mean I'm not supposed? No. See, here's where we're getting <laughs> no, sarcastic. People like they're joking around about what I believe. Yeah. Right. No, right, but right. seriously though, like we're not supposed to convince people that they're sinners, man. I, and I think, he, and we've got it twisted. And they already know. Yeah. They are, <laughs> dude. How much? How much guilt and shame do people walk into right. church with every single morning? Right. Why? Well, yeah. And I, I mean, Sunday morning. And it's and just like what you're saying, man. It's like it's not my job to. To convert the masses, man, it's my job to live my way, my life in a way that that truly mirrors who God is and His personality and and His and His you know and the likeness that He's instilled in me, right? And then even in the unity with other believers creates a more complete picture of Jesus Christ, right? Because the church is the body of Christ, right. and so when it's it's unified in peace, right? Then we see a more complete picture of Jesus, and when they see a complete picture of Jesus, they actually see the Father, right? Right. So it's my job to live a lot my life in such a way that just man like like what you're saying goodness and passion and kindness you know and i've been learning a lot about that out of my marriage you know what i mean because i'm i'm newly married ish and uh man like you know you just never realize what how big of a jerk you are sometimes until Gosh. you know in, until your wife is you know hurt and then you're like man i'm such a man parent, parenting and marriage is like one of Dude, the most I, character building I mean, it's a lot of sermon like, material yeah yeah no Dude, joke it really is i mean i man like the the and i, I gave a word the other night at, at the source on friday man just very all, powerful just sermon. all these lessons powerful. that i learned from my son and 
And man, you asked Jason, dude, and and Chris, and man, I chilled out a lot after after my wife and son came around because I used to be like that though, man, just beating people. Mm-hmm. And man, whatever, you know, went through Teen Challenge and all that crazy <laughs> stuff, and like just come out just raining down hate and discontent. You chuckle, you know sir. What I mean, <laughs> yeah, man, it was bad, dude. So, but yeah, I'm right there. I'm, man, what you're saying is speaking to my heart, man. I appreciate it. Well, can I, I can I ask a question? Oh, where were you gonna say? I was gonna ask you. A it question. was dynamic, but I forgot. <laughs> Dead comment. Dang it! You guys totally <laughs> clutched the spirit. Was, <laughs> Jared this, fits this, in right this, here this with This was the so point much. in the podcast yeah, where everybody was about to share the podcast, and then they just like, nope, not gonna happen. Mm. Chris, Chris ruined it. Your pastor Jared was gonna speak. <laughs> go, go. So, so my question was: Is you said that you know you were in this place, and this is going along with like you know what were you doing? So you said some of the things that you were saying. Did you change the not the message necessarily, but were you more using? Do you think fear to like try to convince sure, people? Sure. And, and was that like with because heaven I and had hell? The, or? I had the mindset that people had to know they were judged by God. People had to know they were going to hell first. And then I'm going to give you, uh, uh, I'm going to give you like 30 minutes of, and did I think this? No. But it's just the way it came out. Right. Um, I'm going to give you 30 And did I preach some good content? Yeah. Were people saved? Yes. But it was not as effective as as effective as it could be when it's done in accordance with the way God teaches us to teach. Yeah. When the Bible says, cause I thought, cause growing up, I don't, and I don't, again, I don't, uh, put this blame on anyone, but my own development. So the thinking was, I think, cause I never actually thought about this stuff. I just did it. Yeah. Right. So the thinking was people need to know they're sinners and there's and and I think that did you just spill that all over everything? Oh, yeah. he's, he's peeing, <laughs> peeing on the pod. He said people need to know they're sinners. He's like, peeing oh on God. a sacred tree. Um, it's a shout out but, to Joe Klassen. Here's the thing, and my dad told me this, and it was dynamic, world changing for me. And I don't know how it. And I think a lot of pastors, probably a lot of preachers and religious people, have skipped over the scripture. But Paul says, "Y'all are judging everybody, but you're going to be judged the same way because." Yeah. Uh, you, 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 you're just as guilty right. and you're telling everybody they're guilty. And he said, don't you know that the goodness of God leads men to repentance? Yeah. That changed the way I think, because I thought it was this judgment thing that caused people to want to repent. But the word of God says it's the goodness of God hmm. that leads, leads, men pulls, draws men to repentance. So, right. and then you'll have people say, uh, well, they got to know about the hell before they know about its goodness. Can I ask you a question? Yes. How do you feel about hell? What do you th- what do you, what are your thoughts on it? Because the, the longer the longer and longer I go, man, the, like the paradigm that I've been believing in, and a lot of you know, especially Western Christianity, has been formed off of like Dante's Inferno and stuff like that. You know what I mean? The hellfire and people dying and being tortured to death multiple times. Eternal conscience eternity. torture. And um, how do you feel about that? Uh, I believe it's what the word says. I believe I don't try to try to bring up a or delve into right, it any right. deeper than it's separation from God forever. Um, and it's a place of torment. We know that. Uh, do I know if there's, if I, I know we know there's lakes of fire according to scripture. We know that, uh, I say we, <laughs> I know. Right, right. I believe, uh, that I don't want to go there. Right. <laughs> you don't want eternal separation. No, from I God. sure don't. Right. But, you know, and I also know. Just not a, uh, yeah, I just wanted to get your opinion about it because I just, like I said, I was fascinated by what you were saying. So I just kind of wanted to get where you were at on it. 
Got it. But but so you would say though that that like that like this okay people are going to burn forever da 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 you know eternal separation from mm-hmm. God that was like you you almost if you will the T that you set the message that you were going to you know essentially hit like that, I'm going to set was, it on this T it was I, it was part of your evangelism strategy I was harsh gotcha I guess now I still preach with passion gotcha I still raise my voice I seen a them. lot <laughs> I see it. But I try to do it with, that's just me. That's the way the Spirit of God gifted me to do what I do. Do you whisper yell now? Just to lighten the blow? But what? Jesus. <laughs> well, no, 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 never mind. Go ahead. Yep. Um, that's, I, I said Sunday. That's how you I, soften it. You whisper yell. Right. I don't want to defend the way I preach. Like you <laughs> yell at your kids, like when you whisper yell at them. Hell. You better stop the right now. People are looking at us. That's right. <laughs> you little idiot. I didn't say idiot in public. <laughs> Oh my gosh! You were talking to him like you talk to your kids at the grocery store, right? Right. <laughs> and I, but before I would yell out of a righteous anger, almost. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. And now I'm passionate about the gift of grace. I'm passionate about the gift of God's love. Mm. I'm passionate right. about how I believe. And the, here's the here's the message God gave me to hinge my whole entire uh, ministry on. And this is where the change came. This so is where you the change went, came. Okay, gotcha. And the next morning, I preached a message entitled "Jesus Plus Nothing Equals Everything." At this time, I had never seen the book. <laughs> I started posting stuff and making Facebook stuff, and people were like, oh, did you get that from the book? I was like, what? The good book? There's a book. Yeah, called- the Bible. Yeah. That's where I got it. <laughs> well, there's a book out there called Jesus Plus Nothing Equals Everything. And I was oh, like, okay. they stole my thought before exactly. God gave it to me. That's right. And uh, But anyway, and so everything, and I told our church that, that t- at that time, I said, from here on out, as long as I'm breathing, everything will hinge on Jesus. Mm. Um, we're not that's, gonna, not a, that's not a bad strategy, man. No. Uh, it's not going to hinge on, we're not going to have agendas. Uh, and, and we weren't an agenda-driven church. My dad has the purest heart, man, of them all. He loves souls. He's doing what God called him to do. I remember one time he told me, he said, my name will never be in lights. I won't be on billboards. When I'm gone, nobody will remember I was here. But I will have obeyed God. Mm-hmm. And that, that for me, you can you can bring all of the heat you want about what I teach, how I believe, or if I do church a little bit differently, maybe I do the maybe do the offering after the third song and not the second one. Oh no! <laughs> okay, so dude, how are you ever going to reach the masses? I don't know, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm going to do my best. But <laughs> she got Is there specific things that people are like trying to tear at you for? Like, what do you mean? Like when you say that you you preach different or you just gossip? You teach it just gossip. Okay, and, oh, cool. oh, and they, I, I didn't know. If maybe you me, had said something that no, like, just, got people. Like, I, I preach grace, man. They, they what else is there? Yeah. Right. What else what is else there is besides there? besides God's grace towards a wicked, fallen mankind? And so. Uh, so why are people up in arms about that? Because when certain people hear about the word grace. They think grace fanatic. You can do anything you want. You can say a prayer, not they be genuine. They put you in a camp, right? Put me in a camp that I don't belong to, and say, okay, uh, it's either one or the other. This is Democrat Republican nonsense. Right. Oh, absolutely. Okay, if, if you either believe the way we believe, that if if I if I uh, if I yell at my wife in the house or something, and I go and get hit by a truck at the mailbox, and I don't repent by the time I get there, I'm going to hell. I mean, that's just completely false and unbiblical. We laugh in we every laugh. way, but people, but people tell me that. Yes, and people believe right. that way. You know, they have yeah. that. And I mean, I've talked to dudes like, but they in li- absolute living in terror and fear. Like, what if, what if I, you know, lie <laughs> and I'm driving, or or I, you know, I had a guy bring it up in in one of my groups. He said. Guys, you know, what if I'm driving down the road and I pass a gym and I look at a pretty girl and then, you know, 
know, and then I crash and die. Like I'm going to hell right there. Like I <laughs> sinned before, you know. And so all of these narratives Dude, that exist—that's right. that's crazy, man. That people get such a twisted message but, from but, us. You and know? That, why would we religion there? Religion, right? Like that, right. That, but why do we hinge on those things? Why not just focus on Jesus and everybody shut up and let's go? Right. You know what I mean? And so like like the <laughs> like the it. whole the whole deal about the the mailbox. Uh, I'm gonna lose my. I don't care if you're going to, and that's another thing. I got categorized as a, well, you are once saved, always saved. Well. Right. They always throw you in a camp, though. Right. And I don't even know, what does that mean? Yeah. Where does that say that in the Bible? Like, where does that say that? Once saved, always saved. There's no camp. Here's how I always come back at that. I'm like, they want to know, is it once saved, always saved? And I'm like, you're asking the wrong question. The question is, do you know Jesus? That's right. I don't care if you've always been or if you're always going to be. I care that's that you are wanna, That's because they want to make it about works, though. Once saved, always saved. Well, they st- that's in their mind. Because if you're not working it. Right. Exactly. It's like you ain't going to the gym. Right. You're fat. Well, like, you because, don't, you, if you don't use it, you lose it. I think that's what well, it is. Well, for some right? people, it's easier to, to know. For some people, they want to know that they're doing the right thing. Right? I mean, that's what the law is. Give right. us the law. And I felt that way. Yeah. Give us the law. We want the law. <laughs> That's right. Give us the law. What do we want? We and want see, the law. You get the law. You get the law. See, and what you I got to be careful of and what I always want to <laughs> tread lightly on, <laughs> make it rain, right? He's making the oh, raining dude, the law down on him. You want law? I'll give you law. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You can't handle the law. <laughs> you can't handle the law. Oh, my gosh. Are you not entertained? Yeah. More That's Hollywood right. puns. <laughs> I will rip these people's heads off from the pulpit and and while all the old Christians are shouting, yes, oh give it to yes, really? yes, rip yeah. their heads off. They're not good enough. Yikes. So, I mean, now we're getting into religion, you know, now we're right. getting, now we're moving kind of into this conversation about religion. So, which is I, where you wanted to go. Yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> we, I had a you negative title. You wanted to go. Well, it you took know. us a little while to get there. But so there. how would you define religion? Like what, what would you use? I think the definition of religion is anything you do continuously as a core set of beliefs. Uh, so well, look it up. You got Surrey, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, Surrey. Um, that, you got that there, Surrey, right? Are you making fun of him? Hey, Surrey. No, <laughs> I'm looking it up. What is the That's... definition of religion? Put it into the mic. Means the belief in and worship of a superhuman controlling power, especially a personal god or gods. Here we go. Hey, thanks, Siri. And it says the 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 core of that. The B is a particular system of faith and worship, a pursuit of interest to which someone ascribes supreme importance. So the problem is... So that's kind of a generic understanding of religion. Our supreme importance is focused on the wrong things. Uh Uh-huh. Ah, I see what you're saying. It's focused on the way of doing things instead of the who that matters. Right. The person over the... So would you say, I mean, there's an easy way. Would you say that... we could, could we say religion is when you focus on the way instead of the who? Sure. You know, like. So, so Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the, the life. life. So is truth a set of beliefs or is truth a person? Or is it both? Truth is a believing in that person. But he's the person. Right. Yeah. So, okay, that not that Jesus plus nothing was everything. Uh-huh. My, my, I remember so vividly. I, I couldn't remember the sermon I preached three weeks ago. Right. <laughs> but I remember this one. Uh-huh. And it was, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. The old way of thinking is, be righteous as you possibly can, and then God will give you good stuff. Mm. But what is the righteousness of God? Jesus. Jesus in us. So seek ye first Jesus. Right. Because he is the, we have no righteousness outside of Christ. Zero zilch nada. So if I'm trying to be righteous in order to please God to get his benefits, I'm not born again. 
Right. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that. And I, I believe, you know, a lot of people will say, I'll, they'll, they'll say, and I have people, I know people who believe this. I'm sorry. I love you all. But I don't know who you are. But anyway, <laughs> you have <laughs> your love. Got to cover Them all the bases. Out there. I love everyone and believe everything. Okay. Yes, we're good. <laughs> Prefaced. So uh, that, that the number one religion that is killing or sending people to hell is... Uh, what what do they call grace? Of what uh, radical grace? Grace, radical grace movement? Is that what they're calling it? Maybe extreme grace. Maybe a, a heavy well, emphasis. The people on grace. I know what? call it radical grace. Radical okay. grace. Okay. Which I mean, there's nothing more radical than the than God Himself sending the perfect Lamb of God maybe to a world full of idiots. Maybe it's right. the scandalous grace <laughs> and saving us, right? <laughs> and okay, so check it out. Um, hyper grace. Hyper. There you go. Oh, that's the word. Yep. Good job. Woo! <laughs> oh, this is great. It's like getting high on speed grace. But <laughs> going to mainline some grace later. Oh, no. <laughs> Anybody got a spoon? So people take that and they say that's the number one. I, I, I actually believe that it's the rejecting of rejection of Christ as our Savior that's sending people to hell. Right. Uh, separating from them from well, God. Well, separating, yeah. And so if you... Uh, but, but then on the other hand... If people are actually trying to gain favor with God by works and not the blood of Christ alone, then they can't be born again. Right. You can't work your way to heaven. Yeah, because if you you stand before God on that day and he's like looking for righteousness and you try and bring him something, it's going to be a filthy rag, right? Right. So look at it. There's no blood. Okay, so the way I used to look at that. Casey doesn't agree. Mm. He still loved Martha as much as he loved Mary. Expound, my friend. I know, I expound. Know. Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus, and Martha was busy doing stuff, man, but they were still in the presence of Jesus, and he didn't say, you're not saved, because, you know, but she's done the greater thing. But what know, I'm saying, that. if you're standing before God at judgment seat, and you try and bring your works, your works right. are nothing. That's what I'm saying. And right. you just... You don't have a leg to stand here's on. Here's the issue. It's not that people get saved, and they feel guilt, right, because they're not working hard enough, or not right. doing good enough works, and we're trying to work to please God or get him to do stuff for us. I don't believe that means you're lost. Okay. But if we're trying to get to heaven based on our works. Right. Right. Like yes, I believe in good, Jesus and everything, place. but if I don't because here's the deal, and I think this is dangerous. And there's not a lot of things I think are dangerous. Nothing I mean Except them snapping turtles. That's right. <laughs> don't put your hand in the water. <laughs> don't do it. So anyway. There's not, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I don't Dude, know. Dude, snapping turtles are crazy. Uh, did you guys? I, was, I Listen, thought it was like an inside no. joke with you guys. I'm scared of two things. The spirit hit. I like turtles. Sharks joy bomb. and alligator snapping turtles. <laughs> so you were kind of, that was a word of knowledge for the <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I like turtles. I mean, I like little box turtles, but good. not giant snapping turtles that can take off your hand. Yeah, I watched one on the internet the other day. A guy was trying to pet the top of the head of one. It was you. Know, I was like, you, you're an idiot. You know what I don't like? I don't like animals that can kill you with a bite. Mm-mm. Like I could be taken out by an insect. Like that's not cool. <laughs> so you don't like so, any animals. I'm just saying. Except mollusks. You like mollusks? <laughs> probably Who not mollusks. Are you right now? It's probably moll. Anyways. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I completely what you think. no no. I tell me what you think is dangerous. Derailed us. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Okay. You said what's dangerous, dangerous is not depending full. Okay. So not depending fully on Christ and His sacrifice and His free gift for salvation is dangerous. Obviously, you're going to hell without it. In my opinion. So, look at uh, this, the scripture that says, okay, let me find it in my brain. (laughs) 
Searching. <laughs> searching. What? Should, Talk shouldn't about take you long. Okay. <laughs> oh, Z- bazinga! Snap. Put your hands on me so you know, so I know you're being real. There, there you go. go. Thank you. He didn't mean <laughs> you want me to keep it there. He didn't, he well, didn't if I was going to say something, it. I was going to ask another question. Okay, so go ahead. Oh, okay, man. so I'm reminded. This conversation reminds me of um, one that we had not too long ago, where uh, a, my buddy Paul. Or our friend Paul jumped in and, and he basically said, what you win people with is what you win them to. So do you think that there's there's this, I mean, essentially, if you win people with religious acts, shenanigans, words, that that's what you, if that's what you win them to, that's or win them with, that's what you win them to. That's and what so, they'll magnify. Yeah, yeah, right. And so they'll place that at, at extreme importance. And so, I mean, it might be possible that, you know, all of these people that... We're coming against you and saying all these things. It's like, well, no, no, this is the right way. This is how I encountered Jesus. I'm air quoting. Um, and so this is this is what you got to keep going with this. You got to keep doing this. And so, I mean, do you think that there was maybe some of that that was going on, that these people are going, no, this was the way. This is how we learned it. This is what it was. Now you're stepping into this unfamiliar territory. We don't know. I mean. With me personally, it, it wasn't as much theological. They weren't questioning my theology. The, the, theology? That's super interesting because I figured that's what it would be. They weren't questioning my the, theology. Theology. They were que- and, and they. It wasn't a bunch of people. It was one person saying it was a bunch of people. Mm. Oh. Okay. Which is gossip. The serpent. Okay. It was sinners. It was legion. <laughs> he was legion. And I shouldn't say just one person, just a couple. Right. Uh, but anyway, and he wouldn't try to hurt me. You know what I mean? And so. Uh, it was more, I do things differently, so something's wrong with me. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so uh, I didn't have a lot of theolog- theological questions, but um, so what God taught me through all of that is to love the tar out of people who believe differently than I do or practice church differently than I do. Mm. Um, care about them. Try to try to give everybody around me, every pastor, man, I want to give every pastor every tool possible to be better than me. Go be better. Build a bigger church. That's the heart of God. You don't see that a lot in pastors, a lot. You know what I mean? I I don't have a lot of pastors knocking my door down to help me. A lot of a lot of <laughs> a lot of pastor cheerleaders. I mean, essentially being a cheerleader for the the church, the bride of Christ, right. as opposed to I'm gonna build my thing, I'm gonna do my thing. Right. Here's this, like you're you know, you want to see pastors equipped and, you know, be a resource right. to the body of Christ, essentially. I'm not out to build I'm not out to to build a church. I'm out to populate heaven. And that's, that's, that's my core goal. And the way I do that now is by telling everybody about the love of Jesus um, and how much he cares for their soul and how much he loves them right where they are. Uh, because I, I, I've ministered to a lot of people just cold on the street. I mean... So are you you gifted evangelist? What? Are you a like gifted evangelist, like evangelist, shepherd, teacher, right. prof, like that kind of thing? or Fill in the blank. Uh, right. Okay. <laughs> sure. Do do. Well, I mean, when you share the gospel, do people come? Like, it, would you say would people look at you and define like, man, that guy? Like, when he shares the gospel, God moves and you know stuff happens and people come to Christ. Well, I sure hope so. <laughs> I, okay, but you have. Me, so let me just tell you. So where I come from, it just in in my gifting mandate, however you want to put it. Like I, I feel like my pri- right. My primary purpose is to teach and lead. Like I feel that and I feel led to teach and equip and help mature the body of Christ in a way that I continue to point them to Jesus. Right. So that's discipleship. I would say I don't do a lot of 
telling unsaved people about the gospel. Right. Right. So I, well, it, yeah, we all have different giftings. Sure. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. I'm wondering if you are gifted in the manner of evangelism to, but your heart is to like, see the lost come, okay, come so to know my Christ. number one goal right. in life yeah. is to save as many people as I possibly can mm-hmm. and introduce them to a relationship with Christ. Right. I truly believe his spirit will do the rest through him and through his church. Uh-huh. Uh, iron sharpens iron. Right. We meet together, small groups. We have small so groups at our church. So it's like Paul saying, I or I so preached to you in the synagogues and I preached in your homes. Well, it was like I, I sowed the seed in somebody else or mm-hmm. God water, whatever it was. Right. Right. The church doesn't belong to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't lord over it. Yeah. Um, I'm just building it the best I can through mm-hmm. the spirit. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a, I have an evangelistic spirit, I guess. Sure. I want to save souls and then equip yeah. the church to do the same thing. Because mm-hmm. to me... Knowing all the right answers is not going to give me quality of life. Mm-hmm. For me, quality of life is being and doing what I was born to be and do. Mm-hmm. So you said something interesting. I mean, you said that your main goal in life is to, I mean, essentially save souls, to introduce people to Jesus, you know, to, to bring as many people to heaven. I'm, I don't know if I'm quite quoting you right, but something along those lines, would you say? Yes? Populate heaven. Populate, okay. Yeah. So how has that changed, like your your methodology, your belief, moving from a system where you believed like, yes, I need to scare the tar out of them, you know, get them to do that. Like, okay, how have I you transitioned okay. to now doing that okay, so in a different way? It used to, it was not a try like, I'm going to go and guilt people. I didn't think that. Yeah. But that's the method I used. Uh, guilt them, bring a hook in at the end of the sermon. Okay, if you guys want to get in on some real traditional preaching styles. Here we are. Uh, you want the inside scoop? Here it is. Um, this you is know, like when magicians on TV, like give up their has, trick. He has to yeah. wear a mask. Oh, don't do it, bro. They'll shut us down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, and I've had people tell me this. Okay. First, you, you, it's almost trickery. Mm. Uh, I, and I never did it that way, but uh, I've had people tell me, you know, first you say, does anybody here need prayer at the end of the service? Altar call time. Slip your hand up. Once you get their hand up, you've got them. That's what I've been told. Hmm. And then, then you say, well, if you, if you need prayer, and then I just want you to just stand to your feet real quick. Just stand to your feet. And once you get them to your feet, you've got the hook in, and you can drag them to the altar. Whether this, They don't say this, but it's honestly, whether they're sincere or not, the, 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 the uh, goal is to have a successful service by having people crying around the altars, hmm. right? And I lived a, when I didn't have that, I felt terrible. I felt, felt like terrible. you were missing. So, it. so your Monday, I mean, you had. You I was had, like, nobody was in the altar crying and shouting and hooping and hollering. I was, I was feeling like so I was. So then that leads you, Damn, man. That's like another level of. That's well, no, that leads you back to works. Like yeah. God, I didn't, I didn't do this. I'm a no, failure. But for, him, I'm a, but for him to feel bad as a pastor, if if he didn't have you know people shattered on an altar crying, <laughs> like, bro. Like, I mean, uh, no, listen, listen. <laughs> I mean, I remember existing in a paradigm where, I mean, it was you know the. The pastor, he was a very gifted evangelist, and I remember filling his shoes, and when no one raised their hand, I, I felt bad. Right. I felt so bad because I felt like, man, even anybody? if I brought truth, like nobody, anybody, you know, nobody. The Lord is telling me there's at least that's when one you, That's That's when you plant three or four. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, I missed I missed snap. that day. I missed that I've never <laughs> done that, but I heard, John, I've heard it has been done. John. Is that, is that, is that true? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, mm, I think they I said know. Benny Hinn planted people. I wondered if you did like a little fishing hook thing to like, or you could just straight up evangelistic liberty lie. I thought uh, is Benny. Hinn, I see that. Hand. I see that. Is hand. Benny? Is Where? Be- 
You, there you go. Well, you know, you're, you, no, you're only prophesying into your own life. I see that hand, and when somebody else speaking right. things, they're not as though they were. Exactly. So, somebody's What's like, faith. Wasn't Benny Hand the guy that was like slapping yeah. people with his coat? Uh-huh. Is that Some, guy? Uh, no, the there's back. a video of him doing it with a lightsaber now. Oh, I've seen oh, that. That's good. It's legit, dude. People yeah. say spiritual gifts don't exist, and you look at that. That's amazing. Are we <laughs> with a lightsaber? Are we even counting that guy as a Christian? Or oh no, let's not go there. Let's, let's not, not go, go there. there. It's a joke. Oh it was a gosh. joke. Well, dang it, Casey. I see that I'm, hand. Hey, no, listen, you don't. I'm saved now, Casey. There's no hand. I'm Let not me, can I unshare this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, man, no, that's that's that was super. A joke also, here. So, okay, so don't you touch said me. <laughs> he fits in so well with this. I love this. He does. So, I don't think he feels like he does. He's going to be like, goodness, I'm out of that freaking mess. He's going to run. Listen, here's the deal. Here's where I differ from a lot of people dude. that are traditionalists. I'll sit down and have a conversation with anybody. I don't care what you believe. I don't care what you practice. I don't care how you live your life. You can go, uh, say you love Jesus, and go out here and cuss a blue streak on the, on the, and knock a guy out. Come back in and you say you love Jesus, and you can do that, and I'm still going to love you and have a conversation with you. I don't agree right. with it. I don't practice a lot of things. A lot of people practice, and 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 they say they're Christians, but it's not for me to judge them. You know what I'm saying? It's not for me to say, well, you don't behave like me, right? Because then that would be workspace religion. Yeah. If you don't behave and your works don't measure up to my works, then you can't be a Christian. So I I typically have been, or I've been using this definition of religion recently <sighs> as saying religion is me trying to get you to live up to my standard of relationship with Jesus. And religion for you is you trying to live up to my standard of relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so we can't be doing that. And it happens a lot. It's right. a, I mean, it's a lot we of measuring. Fixate, we fixate on people up. and we're like, well, if I could just be like that. Can we can we just get our focus vertical? You know what That's I mean? That's good. I mean, you know, not us in this room. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I mean, Casey's. He was, he was like... <laughs> He's like, this He's guy like, over here. Can we get it vertical? That's right. <laughs> Can we? We're just, let's no, just pray right now. No, but I'm serious, right and I, I, try to, I try to lead my people in that direction all the time. To Christ. Yeah, vertical, of course. man. And when, yep. when we're focused on him, you don't care about what your brother's doing wrong. You just love him through it. And follow the biblical principles of, of, uh, of the way church, church, church is almost a dirty word nowadays because church has hurt right. so many people. Um, I was thinking about doing a video myself on Facebook here recently about how church hurts people and tell, tell me what, it, what are they doing to hurt people or what it does it do? And let's, I'm, I don't know. Not do making a, a person. list. I mean, I, I can give you a I list. Just, just what do you, what do you see happening? Man? Because of, this, because this plays into religion. I have a lot of people at my church who uh, have been hurt by probably five, six other churches in this town. I mean, hurt to the point where they don't want to ever step foot in the church again. And, and to that's me, that's terrible. foreign because I've never seen my dad do anything like that. Right. I've never seen my dad hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, is this, does this really happen mm-hmm. that get ostracized? Yeah. Cause their, their kid popped up, uh, uh, with a different lifestyle than the church think they should. So we're going to totally ostracize you, cut you out of our Facebook, cut you out of our lives and remove you from our, from our cell phones. Because you have a kid who's troubled or, or thinks differently. And uh, that's a, something I try to be very careful about because it's categorized as a who I am. Right. Not a sin or a, a, a choice or a mistake, whatever the case may be. It's, it's, when you say that's wrong, you're saying I, as a person, am, am evil. But that's a whole other direction. I mean, so, I mean, I know it's probably happening, you know, from other people that are sitting next to other people, but 
I think a lot of the church hurt that I hear about is is what takes place, you know, from leadership in churches. Yes. And, and you know, this Manipulations. Back, you know, th- there are the very blatant, obvious ones, like, you know, they we were ostracized because our child went down to different... You know, there are those right. really obvious ones, or, or, you know, the lady who approached uh, church leadership and they told her, your husband's beating you, you need to stay with him, and just, it's your fault. Like, th- those yeah, are very blatantly obvious things. But, I mean, what about... Like I, and I'm bringing this up because I just had a conversation with someone who I hurt recently and I'm in church leadership that I didn't even realize that I hurt. And it was just, it was, you know, me not being as big of a, uh, not being in their life as much as I used to. Yeah, and even there. realizing like having that revelation, like, oh man, there are those big things that we can point to. Mm-hmm. But man, sometimes it's the small things too. And we don't even realize we're hurting people because we're good intentioned. And so right. I say all that to say that even in the seemingly healthy, good churches, there's hurt happening. Sure. Even that's not intentional. But that's yeah. stuff that when we have a good heart, oh, dude, yeah, the I Holy had, Spirit will. I had no it. idea this was happening. Right. Was, right. Forgive me. And then mm-hmm. repentance should happen. Right. All of that stuff should, should, I had a situation happen one time, uh, probably 14, 15 years ago, and uh, I was in leadership, and uh, some there was a situation that had happened, it ticked me off, um, and somebody had, had in public said something about or to my wife or something, and, and I repeated that to a friend of mine that that had happened at public. Should have kept my mouth shut. Oh, no. And I wasn't uh, the pastor at the time, so don't crucify me. <laughs> um, I've learned to not talk. But... Uh, I need to learn that lesson. These people came to my. These <laughs> people too. starting right now. We, <laughs> we had we had uh, they, we had sat down with them and they did the right thing and they came to me about it and they and I was unaware and they said you said this you know we know you repeated this you know you you why did you do this it hurt me and the first thing that in my heart was defense mechanism came up you oh, hurt yeah, me yeah. of course and I'm like. I didn't say it, but I'm like, how dare you, you know, how dare you? No, do the pastor voice, do but, it. Do it. Oh, how dare you? I'm the pastor. <laughs> so, but the spirit of God instantly pierced my heart in that moment and broke it because these are the people I'm living to serve. Yeah. And uh, I, I immediately broke, cried, said, man, I'm sorry, please forgive me. It'll, it'll never happen again. This will change the way I do life yeah. and change behaviors. This is a learning this is a learning of a lesson right here. Right. And, uh, and so, yeah, but that relationship was healed immediately because there was resolve. There was real remorse and forgiveness asked on both sides. Uh, so that's, that's just life, Christian life. Right. That's going to happen. I'm talking about people don't go to church because the church hurt them so badly. Right. They feel like if it's like going back into an abusive relationship. With I mean, a, is this P, it's P, uh, was it PTSD? Like there's people that have PTSD, that. PTSD, sure. Yeah, that they have that to where it exists, to where, I mean, I know people who stepping, I mean, this just happened like two years ago when we planted our church. We were meeting in a very traditional building. A person that we know showed up. She walked in and she had to leave. She's like, I'm sorry. I love you guys. I love what you're doing. I attended a very traditional church and we were ran out of it because of X, Y, Z. And just walking in here, I, I can't, I can't be here. It brings back too many memories of, you know, essentially being abused as a sheep, you know? <clears throat> I, th- I think a lot of times instead of dealing with people and getting real and getting our hands dirty, it's easier just to send them on down the road. You know what I'm saying? In yeah, traditional right. type of churches, mm-hmm. which is, you know what? I don't want to deal with this because it's a crazy, it's crazy. So move on down the Dude, road. Dude, people are messy. Let me just tell you, like we, you know, we were in a, in kind of the, whole attractional paradigm. Like we did a whole bunch of 
um, events in public and we door hung like crazy. Mm -hmm. I even invited a hundred people to church in one day, one morning. Like I was like, we got to get, Ooh. we got to get people into the building. <laughs> that kind of thing, Man, right? You should see the, cr the jewels in his know. crown now. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Super Christian. Hey, when I, th when I throw it down, it's going to break the sea of glass. <laughs> so heavy. So anyways, it's not going to affect the throne though. Cause the Lord will, you know? Um, so, we came, I came from this paradigm and, um, anyways, over time. So like you, you get all these people in a building, you start to build relationship and, um, there's a core of people that I still have really good relationship with from that time. There's a lot of people who've gone along their way and we've kind of lost touch, but there's a, there's a core of people that I know and love that are really great friends. Casey's one of them. Um, and so we have all these other couples and these people, but what I'm realizing now, man, is like, I was so naive back in the day to think that everything was just like people weren't hurt or having a hard time. And so now what I've realized is that as I'm in relationship with these people, I start to see the nitty gritty now and it's dirty and it's messy. And I've had, you know, Casey and I, we've had some yelling matches before, right? Um, I'm so yeah, I'm seeing people uh, having a hard time in their marriage now and going through struggles and this kind of stuff. And so when you get arm in arm with people, man, and you're in relationship with them, you're going to see the dirtiness of it. But what you're saying is religion will see that dirt and be like, well, you're unclean beyond the gates, leper. Right. right this right. is the way the Pharisees were. Like, right. Because you might infect someone else. Right. Get out of here. Right. You're not, you're unclean, unclean, unclean. I would rather keep people. Shun the non-believers. Shun the non-believers. I would rather, I would rather have a environment where the unclean feel loved not that they feel like what they're doing is <clears throat> justified but that they can come and feel loved no matter what they're doing mm -hmm. so that the spirit of god can do the work that only he can do right and it's so hard though because again back to that scripture that says and he will convict them concerning sin so what is your job when you know they're sinning my job as a yeah, pastor or a human right. human pastor my job as a human in christ if i see okay so Biblically, we see a brother in Christ who's fallen. My mm -hmm. job is to go to such a one mm -hmm. and restore mm -hmm. and exhort and admonish and rebuke with all long suffering. Mm -hmm. That's missing. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. With all patience. So, and I've had to do that, but I just do it in How a loving much way. Patience? All. All of it. All the patients in the world. All of them. <laughs> I'll take three patients. <laughs> I don't three, know. I don't, I don't know what kind of voice that was. I don't know. That's totally fine. But so I, I've gone to people and people that I love and care about and say, hey, listen, God spoke to me about this or I've just seen it, man. And But I have a kind of relationship with people where they know I'm not out to get them. They know I'm not out to make them like me. Yeah. Uh, at least that's what I aspire to. I don't, do it, it, I don't do it perfectly always. Yeah, it's easy for people to just to give up, man. Like you see that nastiness or that ugliness in people and everybody's got it. You know what I mean? Like everybody has something. Like you're gonna be like, wow! I wish you didn't tell me that. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's everybody's right. got something, and it's just so much easier to just, like you said, just write them off. Or you know, there's probably another church you can find that'll help you out with that. You know, <laughs> uh, once well, you lock, have, but like once you lock arms with people, you know, man, like, well, that's you I better mean, that's you love, better resolve right? you better like, resolve in your heart, man. Like when you lock arms with somebody because. That's 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 until until the wheels fall off. You know what I mean. That's the way Jesus that's what did I it. Tell you know them. what I mean. Like, but you know, until what? the wheels that's fall off, good. bro. That's good work, you know? Casey. So, yeah. Somebody, uh, 
had I wish asked I me one time. Had that, you know what I mean? Like honestly, and if I'm being honest, like I just had a bunch. Of, you know, I've had you know my from my parents to people around me. You know, even people that were kind of naive or young in the faith, because I was young in the faith, man, and and just kind of wrote me off and kept you know telling me and like trying to sweep it under the rug, like it wasn't you know like just well if we don't think about it or if if, if we don't talk about it with Casey, maybe it'll just go away, and it just <laughs> it never went away, man. I never mm-hmm. had you know, and I had people help me out periodically, but nobody was there like for the duration you know what right. I mean? it was it was we'll be by you for for a week or two or yeah. until you piss me off and then mm-hmm. you know because you're a drug addict and doing this stuff and that stuff and that stuff well now it's time for you to go well like, but you but you know what yeah. happens though is with that is that that you get to a place to where the church I'm, it's easy to get to a place to where you go okay so and so has this we're probably getting a little long probably need to wrap up here soon but the church you get to a place in the church they go oh they identify you oh casey's got this issue let's run him through this class let's run him through this let's do this. <laughs> there's a ministry let's for do, that let's do this ministry let's do, do this prayer thing and then when you run through all of it and you're like dang i'm still struggling like instead you, of you get to this point to instead of going like hey man only god you know like you know that type of thing yeah. like it fix it with knives it, it's not it, it doesn't work what? fix it with knives Classes don't help. Relationships help. There you uh, go, and and that's it, and that's it. But but what happens with relationship is relationships. The cost of it is it takes time. It oh, takes yeah. all of you, and that's discipleship. Discipleship isn't this one big class, this this book that you read, this study. It's the the hundreds of thousands of little moments that happen in relationship with people. That's when di- like discipleship comes to a head, and you're doing life with people. You know, we use that phrase so much, doing life, but really being in the pits when things are bad and things are not easy. Well, it's easier to spend thirty minutes with somebody. For coffee once you know a week on friday morning than it is to be by them during all of the ups and downs through the hard times that you don't know what it's going to cost you or how much time it's going to take right but it takes an all-in attitude yeah all in you got to go all in on people which is what i mean a big change that you had so so i'm gonna i'm gonna ask one question yep. that kind of wraps sure. i think kind of wraps Absolutely. all this go up but, but okay so we, we've titled this freedom from religion and and we've shared a lot about kind of where your story where you've came from we've kind of shared some of our experiences what you know Number one, how do you identify religion? And then the the second part to that question, or how how do you kind of check your heart to see if you're a slave to religion? And then number two, what would be your advice to someone who identifies that? That goes, man, that's something that I'm wrestling with. Like, how do they right. move out of this life? Well, what I preach from my own pulpit is this: just on purpose, because you don't just by accident <laughs> get things done. Right on purpose, <clears throat> cast out what you think you believe about everything and go to the word of God for its truth. Uh, And that doesn't discredit the people who taught you. They're well-intentioned and they're hearing from God. Maybe, maybe some aren't. It doesn't discredit the value of what was sown into you previously. Right. It puts the focus where it needs to be on Jesus and his word. So, and, and that's what I did. I mean, I can only speak from what happened to me or, of course. or about yeah. me. And so what I try to instruct people to do is go all in, but go all in Jesus. Don't go all in religion. Don't go all in uh, what the preacher said. You know right. what I'm saying? Don't go in yeah. what you heard yeah. on, on a podcast. <laughs> right. Especially yeah, go, the SDP. It just, it just reminds me of, the, you know, it, go all in on the person of Christ. 
a lot of people will dedicate themselves to a certain denomination or a set of theological beliefs or, or even a certain pastor I, or I did or a certain pastor identify with a certain group or network and that kind of thing. And that's, I mean, there's, I'm not throwing the baby out with the bathwater, but if you're more concerned about where you stand on, on doctrinal issues, than if you actually truly know Christ and are living what he's telling you to do, right. like, yeah, I think you've got it backwards, right? Cart Absolutely. before the horse, follow Jesus. All that stuff will come. You'll, you'll, you'll end up knowing where you stand on things. The, right? the problem is religion has, Given our country, I don't know about the whole world. I don't live there, but our country, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> our country has this, they, religion has shaped what our country and unchurched people think about God. And so they think the wrong thing. I, when I go out on the street and talk to people on the streets and, and invite them to church or give them a bottle of water and then tell them, Hey, can I pray for you? Uh, no, nah, I hate religion. They'll say, tell me and I'll say, Oh, sweet. So do I. Mm-hmm. And they're right. like, What? Like, yeah, I'm a pastor, but I'm not a fan of religion. I love religious people. I do not like traditions that trump the Bible. Yeah. I like the Bible. I love the Bible. I love what God says. And I love traditions that hinge on Jesus and the Word of God. Um, for instance, we have an altar in our church. Um, I like them, but I don't have to have it. I have a cross hanging in our church. <clears throat> I like it. It reminds me of the sacrifice of Christ. It's traditional. Mm-hmm. I like it, but I don't have to have it. Uh, there's the Ichabod has not been written on the door of my church if I get rid of a cross, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to always have a cross in my church just because I like it. I'm the pastor. If I want a cross, I'm going to have a cross. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and, and altars are altars. This is religion. I've heard it said before. Well, churches that don't have altars in their churches, the Holy Spirit's left them. Really? Oh, yeah. You've heard that? Oh, yeah. I'm glad I don't know those people. Sorry. Okay. Well, check this out. Dang, Jason. (laughs) That kind of stuff upsets me, man. It does, because it's not biblical. The biblical altar, (laughs) Jesus abolished the need for it. Yeah. He destroyed it. Let's hang some curtains in our churches. Jesus is the altar now. Right? Yes. He's who we go to. Right. sacrifice is laid on him. Yeah. Well, Our sacrifice. The veil was torn. There's... Mm -hmm. The sacrifice was made. We can enter the Holy Holies. I wonder when he tore the veil if he did it like Hulk Hogan does his shirts. In the, in the spirit, it probably looked yeah. like that. It was an aggressive, love-filled ripping. Well, if you could, were the kid that could see dead people, you probably would have seen what was going on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Uh, Jason. So, fi- final thoughts for our listeners, man. We we talked about a lot. For me? Yeah. I love everyone. <laughs> In all seriousness, I can tell you love people, man. In all seriousness, and I, I'm, I'm thankful for that. In mm-hmm. all seriousness, um, when people say, "What's Jared Rogers about?" I don't want him to say he's good at preaching. I don't want him to say um, he's entertaining or he's a good friend. I want them to see the fact that I love people. Yeah, because th- by this shall you know them, because they love one another. Right. Right? It's good. By this shall the whole world know that you passed from death to life because you love each other. You don't fight each other. You don't bicker. I, I, I recently, and I may go longer than you want me to, but I recently totally saw fine. some stuff on Facebook attacking different large churches. And I'm like, you, what? I don't, Martha Stewart. <laughs> okay? Martha Stewart. Freaking deacons. <laughs> because, listen, that's not what we're called to. We're not called to cut down the traditional Christians. We're not called to cut down the progressive Christians. We're not called to cut down Democrats or Republicans. We're called to love each other. That's how the whole world knows we're born again. 
That's what the Bible says. And so I want to infuse love into people. Um, and, and, and understand that you don't have to think the way I think you don't have to believe the way I believe you don't have to do anything. Uh, you can run away from me as far as you can get or, or religion or Jesus. I just want to tell the world about him. That's it. And that there is a genuine supernatural transformation by his Holy spirit that happens within us. It is not, you don't get saved and then start working hard to stay saved. You get saved, born again, the Holy Spirit enters you, transforms you, and then you begin to act like Jesus. And that, in a nutshell, is my religion. I am religious about that idea. Right. I practice that idea. And so, hello. We're just looking at some yeah, comments. We're just looking. Everybody look right into the camera. Be okay. weird. I'm kidding. Hello. <laughs> That's funny. It doesn't work on the podcast. It only works on the live feed. What? What? I don't know. I was looking at my white self. That's totally. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's awesome. a good word, man. Casey, Loving people. There's nothing wrong with that. That's Casey, you got any closing remarks? All about. Mm, no. It's okay. No, I don't. Okay. I was just listening, man. Okay. It's good. good. Yeah. It's good. It's good to What's get your. It's good to get your love batteries recharged. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, it's just easy sometimes, man. You get stained, you know, or you just. You know, you walk into life and it just, you're just focused on other stuff because you're, you know, trying to make ends meet or you're trying to do this or you're trying to do that or whatever. But you, we, we oftentimes forget that, I mean, love is the, the, the most pure and most high thing that there is, you know. And to do that genuinely, you know, you have to have a, you know, Christ genuinely living inside of you to do That's that. Right. You know, and uh, so, yeah, I was just listening. And, yeah. And awesome. What did, what did Jesus say? <clears throat> Some of the last words he said, forgive them. They don't, they don't know, know what, they what they're do. doing. Yep. And when people believe differently than me or practice church differently than me, it doesn't matter. They Forgive were cr- them, they, they were they don't know what they're <laughs> doing. <laughs> you see, you took it there. What I mean is, it doesn't matter. What, what did Paul say? What do you think about this church? Forgive them. They don't know what they're <laughs> no, what I mean is this. We're all flawed, right? And so uh, look at... Jesus, they were crucifying him. All they do are, are all the people might be doing, might be. Nobody's actively disagreeing with me at this point in my life. Thank God. They might after this. Well, if you want them to, just start a podcast and share your thoughts. (laughs) I'm not looking for controversy. I'm looking to save souls, right? Yeah, Yeah, right. Um, For sure. But the, the love thing, man, man, you're so right. I mean, it's about, dude, I'm a crier, right? Uh, You get me talking about Jesus or souls or broken people. I, it's a miracle I haven't broke down this far. <laughs> Ugly crier. I mean, yes. we haven't focused hard enough on like really deep things in order for you to actually get there. We keep just te- interrupting with jokes and all that stuff. Quips. Yeah. Quibs. Quibs. Martha. Martha. Flipping Martha Stewart. <laughs> I bet she's married to a deacon. <laughs> Christopher, do you have any closing thoughts? I mean, yeah, I'll keep it short and sweet. I think if, um, if you're somebody who, God's, I mean, God's, I, I'll just say this. I, I think for me, God's been over the last week, God's really been this whole issue, like us talking about hearts and stuff. That's very relevant for me right now. And I mean, there's nothing like God shaking you up and, you know, whipping you and just not whipping you, but like opening your eyes to the condition of your heart. That is something yes. that's so powerful. And so, man, if, the it's something to celebrate. My heart, there you go. Lord. That's something Good, to celebrate. You. Yeah, for sure. Celebrate it. Cause that's a victory. It is a victory, and and I would encourage anybody who it's may sonship. be who may be wrestling with 
maybe you just had your eyes opened uh, to, man, I've been wrestling with religion and anything like that. Or if you're just wondering, like, man, do I have, am I wrestling with this religion thing? Am I living, am I serving religion over Jesus? Go to God, pray, ask him, ask him to show you the conditions of your heart. And I really believe he will. And, and so that would be, that would be my thing. And then, and then once that has been, if that is the case, man, just rest in the arms of your father and, and just, and just live there and just be there and be with him and spend time with him, get in his word, worship him, talk to him. I mean, just do that. Be with God. And for some of you that have maybe even been wrestling with legalism and all the works, just be. Just be and rest in God's arms. If your religion is causing you anxiety, it's the wrong religion. Oh, gosh. <laughs> there you go. Right. That's it. Yeah. So I've said this multiple times before, but I'll say it again because it's worth saying, and it just reminds me, it points me back to to what brings me to life. And so, you know, you, you want to take as many people to heaven as you can. You're going to preach the word. You're going to be love. You know, you get passionate about that. Man, if at any point in time I can help point someone to Christ, even if it's not a lost person, if it's my brother who needs the Lord and I can somehow encourage them to where they're going to leave the conversation or, you know, the lunch meeting or the coffee break, whatever it is, and they're actually going to go get in a room and say, Lord, hmm. right? I just, if, if I can get you to focus your heart and your mind on Christ for anything at any point in time, any day, I feel like that's a good day. And that's the greatest thing I can do for anybody on any given day is point them to Jesus right. and his love, his mercy, his grace for them to just take a moment and be like, man, you're right. He's awesome. Like, boom, that's bro, the like, we're done. Like that is a good day. And so that's all I ever want to do anymore. And so, you know, I, I, I do wonder, uh, Chris kind of taking it back to this original conversation that we started in the beginning. It's like, yeah, that's the purpose of our, our podcast is truly to point people to Jesus. We're going to bring things up. We're going to raise issues. We might talk about some controversy, but we always, always end on, we all need Jesus more. That's right. Right. Yeah. Yep. Because we will then begin to utter the words, forgive them. They don't know what they do. So if I'm offending you, forgive me. I don't know what I'm doing. There you go. Right. That's where I was going to go until, uh, until Martha Stewart. <laughs> Day. Are you guys, yes. are you going to engage in fisticuffs before the night is over? <laughs> I don't know. The laying on of hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he going to get them hands. Them Jesus he gonna hands. Get them. You know what's crazy is before, uh, there, there have been times in, in the past where I'd be like nervous to death to go talk with three guys on a live podcast. And I have no idea what all three of you believe. You could believe that we come from goats. You know what I'm saying? Just put me in the worst possible camp you can, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but just but kidding. in, in I'm all kidding. seriousness, uh, my dad even he was like, "Son, you got it. Go. You don't have anything to fear. Go. Just go with what God's called you to, and just you know put the rest behind you and move on." And so now I can do that. Like in a podcast next week, I don't know what you, I, I've never even watched one of your podcasts. Is that bad? No, it's, <laughs> it's totally fine. It's totally, it's a good thing. It's actually. encouraged. <laughs> actually, would I you be here if I had? You I, might not have come on. <laughs> just saying. You really think so? I don't think so. You don't think so? Nah, oh, okay, I'll talk with anybody. He what, he would have listened. and He would have said, "Lord." Forgive, forgive them. them. They don't they, know what they're He'd have been well, like, Martha no, Stewart. No, Lord, forgive them. Well, he might have gotten a little bit of Chris without that, you know, love filter. He would have gotten, <laughs> oh he would have gotten Saul, not Paul. But Wow. I'm saved now, so that's okay, guys. Just You're going to come in next week with a heart t-shirt on. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking about heart sunglasses because these freaking lights are still... <laughs> blinding. 
Blinding. Blinded by Man, yep. good talk, so, man, Jared. Thank you yeah, so much for coming yes, on and thanks chilling. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks where, for having me. So where uh, where can people find you online, like your church or whatever? What 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 the do you movement church dot TV? Uh-huh. Uh you're on Facebook? on Facebook, the Movement Church in Wichita on Facebook. Right. Isn't like uh, isn't like Movement Church I C T or something like that? The Movement Church dot uh-huh. TV. And okay. it's also movementchurchict.com. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because you, you had or something. Because you had to get both URLs. Right. You had to snatch them up. Right. Bro, when you brand, you gotta get it all. I mean, I'm t- it's cutthroat. I just followed you <laughs> on right. Instagram. That's right. Uh oh, yes. you got Instagram oh. followers. What's the handle? Uh, Instagram handle is the Movement Church underscore ICT. Awesome. So you have uh, sermons online, that kind of stuff. We live stream our live stream. Okay. Cheaply. Do you do any kind of blog <laughs> or do you put your audio out on podcasts or anything like that? Uh, no. Okay, we should talk after this because. I let me just tell you part of my mandate is to create resources for the body of right. Christ, video, audio, graphic, that kind of stuff, web, podcast, and so anyways, we can help you with that. Yeah, I want to come visit your church, man. Let me come come chill and hang out with you guys. Is that okay? Come on over. Are well, you, of course. you open to visitors? Yeah. <laughs> can I get slain in the spirit right on the <laughs> You want the Holy Ghost to kill you? Is that what you just said? Yes. Okay. I want you to hit just, me with your jacket just, and knock me over. Because I went to the Word of God, and uh, when they got slain in the spirit, Ananias and Sapphira, they, they're oh. dead. <laughs> they, no, they were literally slain no, in the spirit. They were killed it by was, the Holy Ghost. It was, it was a small misinterpretation of the word. It was slain in the spirit. <laughs> I just There was a little slay that took him. If, if you're going <laughs> to really? knock me out, I just expect a Hadouken before you Hadouken! Dude, that was you, a lot of peaking. Holy wow. moly! We all bro. just talked at the same time. We no, broke the wow. internet. We wow. did. Goodness, we broke, we broke the. Well, let's just end this by saying we love the whole wide world. <laughs> we love everyone. We in love the world. the whole wide world. Actually, Especially I'm going to end it by saying go to the Salty Dogs Podcast dot com and shoot us a message. You can check out uh, all of our past episodes, all that fun stuff. Subscribe again, rate and review the podcast on iTunes, and you can also leave reviews on Facebook. We have a Facebook group called the Dog House. And so it's uh, Salty Dogs Podcast Group. And so you can look that up on Facebook as well. But I'm not part of it. <laughs> yeah, Casey's not on it because he's not on Facebook. He needs so. a little more love before he gets on there. That's right. Yeah. Hey, yeah, he's good. Uh, yeah, so again, if you want to reach out, send us a message and all that fun stuff. We do have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash Salty Dogs Podcast. And we have actually started uh, producing some bonus content. And uh, we <laughs> Apparently. are. What's that? Apparently. Apparently. No, we did a bonus episode. Yeah, but his his bonus episode actually went out to everybody. So mm. there's all that stuff. Are there so. episodes where there's nothing controversial? You just kind of shoot the bull. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Sometimes, <laughs> or we get more controversial. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> awesome. We love you guys. Thank you so much for checking us out, Jared. It's been great. Thanks, guys. Keep it real. Remember it's to cover fun. your knees. It has been real. It's been real. Cover your knees because deacons don't like knees. They'll hunt you down, bro. Yep. You'll be shouting Martha Stewart in no time. Okay, bye. <laughs>